This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. Tonight. It's going to be a celebration. E.T. celebrates Juneteenth with the stars. Our history, our achievements, and our military. There would be no Kevin Frazier no. sitting up on entertainment tonight without Sidney Poitier. Oprah's touching tribute to her mentor and fellow trailblazer. Because he did that, I was able to do what I have been able to do in the world. Plus... Look at me, I'm gonna cry. Viola Davis shares emotional, never-before-told stories of her TV mom and idol, the late Cicely Tyson. And I am eternally grateful for that. Then... Give us the vote! Why Selma is a must-see on this historic day. Our time with the cast. You're on that bridge. It's, it's no longer a film. E.T. starts right now. Hello and welcome, everyone. You know, tomorrow is Juneteenth, mm -hmm. and we are getting the celebration started early. Yes, indeed. Let's do it. We're honoring the stars, the movies, and the meaning behind this holiday that so many in our country are just now learning about. Juneteenth is the day in America where all slaves were finally free. Blackish did what I feel is the best episode I've ever seen about Black, um, Juneteenth. The musical numbers are just amazing. We built this. We built this. It's great television. It's what yeah. I want. And it will stand the test of time. Juneteenth commemorates the day in 1865 when the last slaves in Texas were proclaimed free. Blackish devoted an entire episode to the holiday in 2017, which was groundbreaking considering Juneteenth had been widely ignored by Hollywood. 
when you do not honor Juneteenth, a proud black holiday tradition that my family treasures. ABC reared that episode last summer as many people were learning about the holiday for the first time in the midst of nationwide protests for racial equality. I think a lot of people were not as educated on Juneteenth. Now there are people really love backstory and understanding it. Oh, happy Juneteenth! Juneteenth is about freedom. Yes, we were freed, but then we also, then, um, you know, Jim Crow happened and then mass incarceration happened. So it is always a tempered kind of celebration for me when I think about that. I spoke with Kevin Hart about the decision to release his new Netflix family film, Fatherhood, on Juneteenth weekend. How does it look? I think it's a new look. There was a big discussion with my partners at Netflix. It's going to be a celebration, in my opinion, of black fathers. I agree with you there, Kevin. It has also now become an important American holiday Absolutely. for the entire country to celebrate. Indeed. All right, now to a movie that highlights a landmark moment in American history, 2014's Selma. Yes, the movie, which will air this Sunday on CBS, chronicled this iconic civil rights fight and was recreated through the eyes of the ingenious director, Ava DuVernay. I got a new world in my view. This film is about a march, a, a, a campaign that was enacted through marching. We will not wait any longer. Give us the vote. They walked knowing they may not get back home, and they were beaten all the way back to their churches. One day. In 1965, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. led a peaceful march from Selma to Montgomery, Alabama to ensure equal voting rights. During one march, protesters were beaten by state troopers. When you as an actor are, I'm so sorry, uh, you're on that bridge, it's, it's no longer a film. I saw it in a way that I hadn't seen it before. Oprah was also a producer, and when Selma was nominated for the Best Picture Oscar, she made history as the first African-American woman to earn a nomination in that category. Still, the actors were shut out in their respective categories, as well as director Ava DuVernay, and those snubs contributed to Oscar So White becoming a trending topic. The film ended up taking home an Academy Award for Best Original Song, Glory, by Common and John Legend. In 2015, Oprah helped organize a march on Martin Luther King Jr. Day to mark the 50th anniversary of the protest. I marched alongside, proud to be part of the historic moment. You want to recognize that you're actually walking in the footsteps of people who've come before you? being there that day on the Edmund Pettus Bridge, which hopefully will soon be renamed the John yes. Lewis Bridge, it was so surreal. Former President Obama, Mrs. Obama, Oprah, all of them there that day will stay with me for the rest of my life. Even now, I see you get it, emotional it does. thinking about it. I mean, it, yeah. the moment I drove over that bridge, I was taking a video and I kind of had to stop and just exhale because it all comes flooding back to you. All those people who shed blood yes. for us. Yes, so you know? we can be here today. Absolutely. You know, let's go back to Oprah for a second because as a little girl growing up in the South, Hollywood seemed like it was a world away. <laughs> Absolutely, but one person, the one person who dared her to dream, the one and only Sidney Poitier. I spoke to Oprah all about the man we all consider a living legend and trailblazer. 
They call me Mr. Tibbs. They call me Mr. Tibbs. Amen. Amen. Oh, my God. He is it. He is it. I could start crying right now. An awful lot of people are going to think that we're a very shocking pair. Isn't that right, Mrs. Drayton? I, I know what you mean. I, I want to ask you about Sidney Poitier's importance in Hollywood. And I say that in not just his movies, but his position in Hollywood. There is no one on earth I love more. There's no one who I have greater respect or regard for more. Sidney was the first black man to win an Academy Award. Lilies of the Field earned him the Oscar for Best Actor. And that night in 1964, impacted a 10-year-old Oprah and countless others forever. The winner is Sidney Poitier. I could start weeping right now. I was profoundly, deeply, sincerely moved by that moment because I had never seen, we were being called colored people at the time, I had never seen a colored man look like that. And I just thought, if he could do that, I wonder what I could do. Wow. And that was at 10 years old. And because he did that, I was able to do what I have been able to do in the world. And every single other black person who followed. I believe one should fight for what one believes. It's what he represented, his dignity, integrity, presence, grace, sense of honor, choice of characters, only doing and choosing roles that were going to reflect the best of what a black person could be in the world. How did I break through? I think I had great good luck on my side. And I also think I came along historically at the right time. Born 94 years ago, Sidney's importance can never be underestimated. He acted in over 40 films. Some of his most memorable roles include playing Detective Virgil Tibbs in The Heat of the Night and a high school teacher in Working Class London in To Sir With Love. Sidney also tirelessly worked to champion human rights and equality for all even helping to finance the civil rights movement. I think that what most people don't realize is that underlying all of his work was the cry for, the plea for, the working towards racial justice in the world in a way that he was able to humanize black people. Regal and Royal, there'll never be another like him. Now, someone else who changed the game, the late Cicely Tyson. Who better to pay tribute to this icon than her former TV daughter, Viola Davis? Did you bring me mine? What comes to mind when you hear her name? Excellence and a friend. I've had my share of loss, too. Before she passed, I had a three-hour conversation with her on the phone. There was nothing about her that said 96. The mind, her mind was just so sharp. Miss Tyson was a beacon of light, leading the path for others to follow. Viola forged a strong bond with the legend and as a child was inspired watching her historic performance in the autobiography of Miss Jane Pittman. I saw magic, the transformation from 18 to what? 107 or 108, I was looking for my place in the world. And when I saw her who looked like me, I found it. I think it's a shame that I would have to be known as the most foremost black actress of our time. 
Why? Because I would like to be known as a good actress of our time. Miss Tyson's bravery and strength continues to inspire Viola. Playing her daughter on How to Get Away with Murder was one of the highlights of her life. One of the things that I love about her, it's like a wheel that's turning. I give to you, you give to me. You know, it's <clears throat> in our three-hour conversation, there's a sense in me that I felt like it would be our last conversation, that it was like, before I go, I need, you need to know this. And I am eternally grateful for that. That, for me, is a lot like love. I can't think of a better person to continue Miss Tyson's legacy of excellence than Viola Davis. No, she is special and Absolutely. Gift. Yes, All she right, is. now to our exclusive conversation with the trailblazing filmmaker. Let's go. Hey! Director Lee Daniels sharing movie secrets about Mariah, Jennifer, and... What do you remember about getting to direct Oprah? She didn't have to peel a potato. Then... My ancestors got my back. <laughs> Oscar winner Spike Lee how he continues to lead the charge for change. There is love on the sets of my films. L-O-V-E. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Hey everybody, it's Kevin Frazier. The E.T. Podcast is a great listen when you're on the go. But the TV show, even better to watch every weekday when you're at home. Check your local listings for where E.T. airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Welcome back, everybody, to Entertainment Tonight as we get a jump on tomorrow's Juneteenth celebration. Creative powerhouse Lee Daniels was born and raised in West Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love. And now, in our exclusive conversation, we followed Lee's journey to becoming a Hollywood game changer. I would have never known that I could have come this far. I dared to dream. I dared to dream. I said, how many pairs of shoes does Miss Jackie Kennedy have? What do you remember about getting to direct Oprah? I told her she's a phenomenal actor and she needs to work more. You know I want to go to the White House. Did you learn something about her during the making of that film that you didn't know? Yeah, that she did not do laundry. <laughs> she learned, I think, take 12. What's the first thing that comes to your mind when you think about home? Lee also handpicked Mariah Carey to play a social worker in Precious. And before Gabourey Sidibe got the title role, Lee was thinking of hiring Jennifer Hudson. I wanted Jennifer to star in the film, but she was losing weight. And so I don't think she wanted to go in that direction with her career. And then Taraji came in and she said, I'm gonna play Precious. I said, are you crazy? A few years later, he knew there was just one actress who could play Empire's Cookie Lion. You think you still own me? You are sick. She was the only cookie. Lee is currently working on a reboot of The Wonder Years, and on all of his sets, he makes sure to employ people of color working both in front of and behind the camera. I want to make sure that every black person can see a little bit of themselves in every film that I do. That's my job. And a job well done, my friend. And still ahead, the man who paved the way for directors like Lee Daniels, Spike Lee. 
Yeah, it really does not uh, be a overnight sensation. Our Friday flashback. I'm here for good. I'm here to stay. And a look forward with his two kids. Do either of you have interest in following in his footsteps? Then, stormy weather. Lena Horne's close friend Dionne Warwick and granddaughter Jenny share stories you've never heard about the Hollywood groundbreaker. Her dress was on fire in the back. Mama, give me some money! Don't you raise your voice at me! The incomparable Ruby D mm. with Sam Jackson. You know, the Spike Lee classic Jungle Fever opened 30 years ago this month. And that film cemented Spike's status in Hollywood. You know, I spoke to him all about his visionary body of work. Another run through. There is love on the, the sets of my films. Come on. You got me now. I made that decision. It was changed my life. I wanted to be a filmmaker. I want y'all to meet my new woman, Via. I like her. Mm -hmm. I have to be able to build a body of work. My first feature film was in 1986, She's Gonna Have It, shot in 12 days with people in front of behind the camera I'm still friends with. Back when E.T. first met a 29-year-old Spike in 1986, his career was just beginning. I'm here for good. I'm here to stay. I really do not uh, be a overnight sensation, whatever happened to Spike Lee. I'm gonna be making films. Each one of every project Spike is directed has a look, an attitude, and a message. And the Oscar goes to... Build the house! Fight me! 29 years after his first nomination, Spike finally won his first Oscar. It was for co-writing Black Klansmen. This is my sixth glass. And you know why? Now 64 years old, Spike is showing no signs of slowing down. What kind of impact do you hope your body of work leaves as a legacy for this generation? When Spike Lee is dead and buried, it's going to be of how many people of color I brought into the industry, came in an industry that was not set up for them to be a part of. Spike's influence on the next generation starts at home. Both his kids look up to their dad and his remarkable career. Do either of you have um, interest in directing, following in his footsteps? Yeah, I actually directed my first short film. Make sure he pays in full this time. Can he look at it like a dad or does he always look at it like a director? Uh, he looks at it like a director. But <laughs> yeah, no, but it's great. I think it's. I think it just elevates uh, all of my skills. I flirted with the idea of directing. I still don't know, but I think I'm, I, I'm more of a producer, I would say. Spike has several projects in development and says he's always mindful of paying respect to the past. I draw power from my ancestors. My ancestors got my back. Your favorite Spike Lee movie. Ah, you're gonna make me choose. School days for me. I live that HBCU life, mm -hmm. so I go Mo Better Blues, but we cannot forget Malcolm X. That's oh. Spike's greatest movie, but I love Mo Better. I bow to that, absolutely. Yeah. The man, his filmography is crazy, though. Let's move on to a woman who epitomized elegance and excellence, the late, great Lena Horne. We spoke exclusively to Lena's good friend, Dionne Warwick, and her granddaughter, Jenny Lamette, who shared never-before-heard stories about this Hollywood groundbreaker. There's no sun up in the sky, stormy weather. 
There are some people who just sort of, by the nature of their being, kind of lift all of us up and move us along. I think that she's quite miraculous. I get too hungry for dinner at eight. I call Lena Mama, and I have the privilege of knowing that she feels that I'm her daughter. Lena Horn was one of my major mentors. The one thing I never forgot is what she told me many, many years ago, and that was, be who you be. You cannot be anyone other than that. Lena influenced countless performers who followed in her footsteps. From her iconic films Cabin in the Sky to Stormy Weather, Lena's command of the screen was breathtaking. There is an elegance to Lena Horne. Yes, you're going to look at me. But I gonna, you're going to look at me the way I want you to look at me. But there was backlash against Lena, stepping in to support and mentor her, the first black person to ever win an Oscar, Gone with the Winds, Hattie McDaniel. Lena also took a stand against inequality, dedicating herself to the civil rights movement. I found that other people were fighting for the same things I had been fighting for. I wasn't alone anymore. In my dreams. Later in her career, Lena left Hollywood behind to focus on live performances. She received a Tony Award for her one-woman Broadway show. Her final movie was in 1978 as Glinda the Good Witch in The Wiz. Home is knowing. I was in The Wiz because my granddaughters kept uh, saying, you've got to do this, it's got to be it. I'm glad I did, though, because it gave me a whole new young audience. Jenny is carrying on her grandmother's Hollywood legacy. She's creating a series based on Lena's life for Showtime. Who will play your grandmother? I think Miss Alicia Keys would be extraordinary. I think Zendaya would be extraordinary. Zendaya as Lena Horne oh, could be incredible. Oh my gosh, yes. Let's go. Ah, Let's I'm go. here for it. We'll be right back, everybody. Hey, everybody, it's Kevin Frazier. The E.T. Podcast is a great listen when you're on the go. But the TV show, even better to watch every weekday when you're at home. Check your local listings for where E.T. airs in your market or go to etonline.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, how are you going to celebrate Juneteenth? Well, unfortunately, I won't be with my family. The Turners are having a big picnic in Missouri, so I'm just going to hang out. Oh, no, no, there's going to be a big picnic here. Because the Frasers are coming to the turn. Oh, so I'm cooking. And, you co- and I'm eating. I'm eating exactly <laughs> okay. what you're cooking. All right, we family. Uh, hey, let's not forget, though, that the battle is not no. over. And I'm not just talking about African Americans. A lot of people in this country are still fighting for equal rights. Yes, and we will not stop until there are equal rights for all. Have yes. a good weekend, everybody. What you cooking? <laughs> If you like entertainment tonight, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. 
This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.